Hey guys, welcome back to the morning show. Today is Thursday, May 27th, 2021, and there's no observances, at least for America today. So we're going to jump right on into the birthdays here. First up, we got a big birthday shout out to Morning Glory, Zell Ravenheart. Unfortunately, she's no longer with us. She died at the age of 65, but uh, she was a priestess of Zell's Church of All Worlds. She had her OG husband and her used to travel around uncovering evidence of mermaids and Bigfoot. It gets better. <laughs> they, would, uh, they would eventually make a permanent residence in Co- Coedon Breath, where she would invent the word polyamorous and marry three to four more men at a time. She also raised goats. This is the real kick in the pants. She raised goats that she would surgically enhance so they would only have one horn grow out of their middle of her head. And you can, you can actually Google this. Just Morning Glory Zell Ravenheart goats. And I know that's a fucking mouthful. But she used to call that uh, raising her unicorns. So... So it's a shame you're no longer with us, but happy birthday wherever the hell you I'm sure she's some, you know, spiritual realm somewhere out there. Uh, let's get to the next one here. Richard Schiff turned 66 today. He played as the train driver in Speed. He was Haskins in Volcano. Mark Swore in Seven and Toby in the West Wing. After that, we got Stephen Brill turning 59 today. He directed Little Nicky, Mr. Deeds, and Without a Paddle, and a couple other movies. Uh, Next up, we got Adam Carolla, comedian and actor, 57 today. Then we got Eddie McClintock, 54 today. So he played uh, Jake in Stark Raving Mad, Jody in Crumbs, Special, Special Agent Tim in Bones, and Pete in Warehouse 13. He was also Jack Payne in Shooter. And he's had like a ton of main cast roles in TV shows. Crazy. This dude, I wouldn't say B-rate actor, but the dude's probably fucking loaded how many main cast actor positions he's had. Next up... uh, Oh, that's tomorrow. Okay. So the dude who does the voice of Jarvis in the Iron Man movies, Paul Bettany, is 50 today. So now we're going to jump into some history of the day, get you guys all caught up and ready for some Jeopardy. In 1896, an F4 tornado rips through St. Louis, Missouri, killing 255 people. It left over $10 million in damages. So that was a lot of cheddar back in 1896. Uh, 1915, the HMS Princess Irene was being loaded with mines in preparation for a mine-laying mission. And one of the mines exploded. It killed 273 people on board the ship and 76 dockyard workers. It also destroyed two barges next to it. Uh, wreckage was found 20 miles away. Imagine that, 20 miles away. The flames reached 300 feet high 
They were finding severed heads on an island nearby. Um, one, one out of everybody, some dude in a firebox, um, he managed to survive. He was badly, severely burned, but, I mean, that's crazy. He managed to survive. Um, 1919, the first transatlantic flight was completed. You guys thought I was going to say crash, didn't you? Come on to you. 1927, Ford started retooling the factory for the Model A line. Uh, in 1930, the Chrysler building became open to the public. At that time, it was the world's largest building, sitting at 1,046 feet tall. Don't they put those antennas up there? Do those antennas count? Whenever you look at one of these skyscrapers, they've got like a 100-foot friggin' antenna on the thing, you know? I've always wondered if that, like, is that part of your, is that your 46 feet there? You got a 46-foot antenna? I don't know. I think it should be, like, actual building. But um, in 1937, the Golden Gate Bridge was open to the public, or pedestrians. And 1984, after 30 years of construction, the Dunoob Black Sea Canal was finally opened. We'll jump down to or up to 1997 when multiple multiple tornadoes erupt in central Texas. Uh, one of them was an F5 that went through the town of Jarrell, killing 27 people. In 1998, Michael Fort Fortier is fined $200,000 and sentenced to 12 years in prison for failing to warn police about the Oklahoma City bomber. And I tried to look up, like, what this dude actually did, and the only thing I could find is, like, a plea deal that they made him sign, and that kind of looked like he might have been signing it to get his, like, wife and shit out. Of, I, don't, I don't know what this dude did, but he did 12 years in prison and $200,000 connected to the Oklahoma City bombing. Could have been, been guilty. Or they could, I mean, they were trying to stick it to all their wives. It was crazy. Uh, 2006, 5,700 people die and 37,000 are injured when a 6.4 magnitude earthquake hits central Java. Yes, yeah, central Java. 2016, Obama becomes the first president. I thought this was crazy. Obama becomes the first president president to visit Hiroshima Peace Memorial. So that memorial was created in 1954. The first time a U.S. president went over there was 2016. I would have thought that would have been a little higher on the priority list myself. I mean, we did like kill around 140,000 of their people. I thought, you know, you go over there and offer some condolences a little bit quicker than 50, 60 years later, but there you go. Next up, uh, what are we doing? We're doing some news of the day. So how long until an embryo is a person? Currently, anyone studying embryos adhere to like a 14-day rule with uh, any research? On Wednesday, the International Society for Stem Cell Research released a new guideline saying they could study living human embryos longer than two weeks now. So there's no actual, 
how long they can study. It seems like it's just sort of up to the researcher at this point. Uh, proponents of this say that it'll help solve problems in birth defects, miscarriages, and infertility. Uh, while the people against it want to know how long, you know, what is the age before it's eth ethically wrong to kill an embryo, raise an embryo? Um, at the time that the 14-day rule was created, scientists could barely get an embryo to live that long in a lab. And um, it's, it's also around the time when it starts to develop its nervous system. About 14 days is when an embryo starts developing a nervous system. So the U.S. government is prohibited from donating to any embryo research. But there's still a huge push from private sec sectors. But they're talking right now about lifting the moratorium to help fund research for chimera embryos. So if you don't know what a chi chimera embryo is, they are human-grown cells transplanted into a macaque. Well, into an animal, but what they're trying to do is put it into a macaque monkey embryo right now. They've had the best luck with that. Um, so basically they're trying to create humanoids that we're going to lock in cages and study. Um, they're claim they're, they claim they're doing the research to be able to grow transplant organs in pigs and cows one day. So that's, you know, you grow it in the monkey and the next thing you know, you grow it in a field full of cows or, I mean, could you eat the meat afterwards? If you grew a heart and like lungs in a cow... Could you, uh, could you eat that meat afterwards, or is that cannibalism? I mean, what point, where, where do we stand ethically with that? But, yeah, no, they, they are trying to get it so it's in pigs and cows, and I'm guessing that's because those are the only animals that will allow to have thousands of in cages ready to be slaughtered. I don't know, man. I don't know what the ethical, that seems like a, Hell of a roller coaster ride on the old ethics department there. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know anything about embryos and solving medical issues, so I don't know if it's good or bad. I mean, what do you guys think? You think uh, the, the, the monkey people thing seems pretty crazy, but uh, there's some pretty cool videos on YouTube if you watch that. They've had to kill them after 14 days, but they've been able to successfully, most other animals that they try to mix like human uh, cells with into one of their embryos, it dies pretty quickly, but they've, they've had to kill the monkey ones. So they're actually thinking that they could fully raise a human monkey embryo into a baby. I don't, I don't know how that, I mean, what would that be? Would that be like a child? I don't know. I guess they can kind of, you know, select what's going into it. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's coming quick, though. Next up, we've got rail yard murder. So, at a rail yard in Silicon Valley yesterday, um, a Valley Transportation Authority employee opened fire. At approximately 6.30 a.m., Sam Cassidy took the lives of eight people and left some people with major injuries. Uh, I saw one of them 
died on the way to the hospital. So I don't know if that's included in the aid or not. But the shooter, Sam Cassidy, is dead. They just haven't released how he died, if they killed him or he took his own life. Um, they also received some information about a bomb being planted in the area. They had the bomb squad over there searching. They didn't, didn't drop any information if they found any explosives in the area. Uh, they they had to shut down the light rail system until noon. So from 6.30 a.m. till noon, they were trying to ship these people around on buses. Um, and this is the second senseless shooting in that area in under two years. So the last one happened at the Garlic Festival where the gunman killed three people, then himself. That kind of seems like there might have been like, you know, uh, a woman involved and, like, you know, a new boyfriend maybe. I don't know. Could have just been three random people. I don't know why anybody would hate the Garlic Festival. That just seems like a weird-ass place to go do a mass shooting. But the uh, thing that gets me is none of these mass shooters want to go after pedophiles. Not one of them, right? Or are they just not telling us that there was a shooter that went out there and targeted pedophiles? Like, because if you think about it, man... If uh, you're going out with a bang, you know, if, if you're just going out shooting random people or at a school or something, you're going to be remembered as a piece of shit for the rest of your life. But, man, you're going to be a hero in a lot of people's eyes pretty quick if you're out there shooting pedophiles. So I don't know. I don't know. Would they tell us? Because that might encourage people to go out there and, you know, if they're already planning on doing a mass shooting, like, they might want to go down in the history books. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they would tell us. That's, I don't think they would. But the last story we got here. Um, the new Las Vegas anima, <laughs> woo, the new Las Vegas Amazon Hotel and Casino. Come enjoy our new slot machines where you scroll through making imaginary purchases. For your chance to win big, pick out a new dining set to have shipped right to your door at one of our all-you-can-eat buffets. Hey, if you like something you're tasting there, we'll ship the ingredients right to your house. Trouble deciding on what room's right for you? Well, we'll let you stay in a new room every night. And if you like the furniture and want to feel like you're at a hotel in luxury every day, we offer 12 months no financing. And don't forget about the kids. We have a huge selection of toy can toys, candy, and video games. 10% off all of it right now. So that's not really why Amazon bought the casino. So uh, Amazon just bought the MGM Grand casino MGM in general so this is the second biggest company that they have purchased it was only 8.5 billion with a B as in boy dollars the biggest one they ever purchased was Whole Foods for 13.7 billion so um, they will now own the MGM movie slash TV show list which, I mean, it includes some big stuff. They have half of the James Bond uh, 
franchise. Woo, excuse me. Half the James Bond, James Bond franchise. They got the Rockies, uh, Silence of the Lamb, Poltergeist, and much, 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 much more. I mean, we were just talking yesterday, but yesterday about that antitrust suit they're going through. But uh, hey, here's just for shits and giggles. Here's a list of Amazon subsidiaries, if I can talk right. So they own. A9.com, Abe Books, Alexa, Amazon Air, Amazon Books, Amazon Fresh, Amazon Game Studios, Amazon Lab, Amazon Logistics, Amazon Pharmacy, Amazon Publishing, Amazon Robotics, Amazon Studios, AWS, Audible, Body Labs, Book Depository, Comicsology, Digital Photography Review, Goodreads, Graphic, IMDB, uh, Pillback Ring, oh, Pillback, or Pillpack Ring, Soik, S-O-U-Q.com, they own Twitch, Whole Foods, Woots, Zappos, Zokes, and now MGM. And just if you're extra curious... These are the categories Amazon has chosen to put their lobbyists into our government for. Hold on. Got to pause. Got to call. Okay, guys. Sorry. We are back here. Let me get back to the lobbyists. Had that lady just keep calling and calling and calling. Um, so they've got their lobbyists in enforcements of sales and tax on online sales, transportation safety, privacy and data protection, and intellectual property. All for the better good of the people, though. In 2019, they had a team of 104 lobbyists roaming around our government. They spent $16.8 million. That was accounted for money. That doesn't include anything that may or may have not been passed under the table. So it's just, it's crazy the shit we let corporations get away with. Like U-Haul, for example, they are headquartered in Phoenix, Arizona, right? And lucky for them, Arizona is the only, the only place I could find that offers permanent registration. Um... I wonder how the hell that law came about, right? So every U-Haul truck you see, no matter where it is, check me, every single U-Haul truck will have an Arizona license plate. The trailers registered other places, but the trucks have permanent registration all from Arizona. Another fun fact is U-Haul is owned by AmeriCo Financial Life and Annuity Insurance Company. But the truth is, is that the Schoen family made that company after they made U-Haul, and they own both. So not only is U-Haul involved with moving, but they're also involved in real estate and insurance of every type. Life, car, house, medical, all of it. And they're a bank. Um... They managed to file, Americo managed to file for bankruptcy in June of 03, and they were back up and running in March of 04, and don't worry, U-Haul wasn't affected one fucking bit. So, if you want a little homework tonight, 
a real fun thing is try to find something out about Americo or U-Haul. Try, try to find out how much they paid in taxes. Try to, try, to, try to find any useful information out about Americo or any bank for that matter. Google search your little life away. Um, and the big thing, I, I'm pretty sure that U.S. Bank, I mean U.S. Bank Core, is tied to Americo because all U-Haul check deposits are made. All their checks are deposited to Elevon, which is a U.S. Bank subsidiary. It is impossible to find shit out about these companies. It is crazy. All the cash payments go somewhere else. The checks go to Elevon. It's frigging insane. They don't pay any corporate. The, the corporate tax, if you're a corporation, that means you became an entity. You have the rights of a person. You just don't have to pay the taxes that a person has to pay, right? We'll get into that shit a whole nother episode. We are letting corporations buy all of us. They're buying us. They're buying us. We work for them. We shop from them. Hell, now we rent from them. You get car insurance, health insurance, house insurance. You buy your house from a mortgage through the same company. Amazon is huge. How much shit did Amazon own? All of them. We're getting these handful of major conglomerate corporations that are taking over and they are lowering our wages. Lowering our wages and putting the price of everything through the roof, getting rid of the middle class. Some shit needs to change, dude. You go freaking listen to the show yesterday about Joe Biden's. Ah, ah, ah. Merry Christmas, everybody. I'll talk to you tomorrow.